Support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge. Amigos, the podcast about everything Amiga. Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network, your home for quality retro podcasts. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodovkar Schaller. Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to do two first-person shooters for the Amiga. We're going to talk about Gloom and Alien Breed 3D. But before we do, Aaron, what is new in the world of Amiga? Well, there's not a ton of new stuff, but it's since we've been gone for a couple of weeks, there's a few things that have built up over the over the course of our off airedness since you had the big interview last week. Good job, by the way. Thank you. I thought it was a real nice interview, and uh, those guys are a couple interesting cats. Um, <clears throat> a new Kickstart was released, if you can believe that. A new Kickstart ROM. So is this three point two? It's a it's a three point one ROM. It's a thir- it's forty dot seven two. Okay. Uh, I looked at what they've changed. The changes are sort of, there's a couple small things, but they did change the boot screen to a uh, to have the Amiga ball on there, the uh, boing ball. Right. Uh, some people don't like it. Some people do. <laughs> Actually, I talked to a guy who was not a big fan. And <laughs> of I, course, this would be something that people fight endlessly about. Well, you know, I guess they did it to say, look, you've got the new Kickstarter. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. So that's something I uh, probably won't bother to upgrade, frankly. But uh, you know, yeah, I'm all right. I don't know. Um, the uh, uh, there's a fellow, that I it's funny I never heard. Of, I may have heard this somewhere and just forgot. There's a guy named Earock. Have you ever heard of Earock? No. Earock is a guy who goes back and tweaks uh, some of the old Amiga uh, titles. He just came out with a tweak of Dragon Spirit. I looked at a video on it. It, it looks pretty good. It's called Dragon Spirit SE. It's I'm bit, not familiar with Dragon Spirit, the game. Uh, it's a sort of a shooter where you're you're on a dragon. Is it a side-scrolling shooter where you're riding a dragon? I think it's. Or is it top down? I can't remember really. It's been a while since I played it. I mean, I I, I I've never been overly impressed with it. But mm. Maybe it'll be better now. Uh, but this guy's done a number of tweaks on some of these games, including Rise of the Robots, which that needs all the tweaking it can get. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, he added video to some parts of it. He he changed the hit system on it so that you so you can. I think it's so you no longer take damage when. So you know, I can't remember if he made it, made it where you no longer took damage from blocking, or that you took damage from blocking. But the long story short, it makes it so you can't just beat the game by doing the same thing over and over. Oh, okay. Which was a big problem. Mm-hmm. He also made it so you can get to the end boss without having to fight everyone twice. That's good. So basically, like he went through and made the common sense changes to Rise of the Robot that anyone in their right mind would have made in the first place. <laughs> so good on him. He also did changes to uh, uh, Wonder Boy in Monsterland, and uh, I think he did one for he did Guyana Sisters as well. I think that's the one I, where we I think I first heard about him was Guyana Sisters. But uh, and they're all available on his uh, on his uh, blog site, and uh, I've got a link up in the Google Plus. Uh, that reminds me, the next bit of news, <clears throat> amazingly, <laughs> yes, it took a while, but we now have, so you can't see that hand, 
<laughs> uh, we now have over a hundred people on our Google Plus. We're the largest Google community on Google Plus. No, <laughs> not even close. But for us, I feel like we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google Plus, and I like everybody on there. And, uh, it's not real active. Basically, I post, and but I've noticed that more people have been posting here recently, so it's which is nice. Um, your uh, interview with uh, the Oliver Twins uh, got me to doing some research on them, <clears throat> and uh, I came across a site, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, but I, I hadn't been there forever, called Yoke Folk. Have you been to the Yoke ha- Folk? I, you know, they they tagged us on Facebook, and I, I went and I explored their site. Yeah, Yokefolk.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Dizzy fan site, mm-hmm. and they ain't kidding, brother. They, they are, got Dizzy stuff. They are fans. Up. Yeah, so if you're in the Dizzy, you just heard the Oliver Twins interview, and you're like, man, i got to get some more information on that at Freaking Egg. <laughs> that's, where you, that's where you get the information on the Freaking Egg, man. Um, that was the alternate title for Dizzy, by the way. The Freaking Egg. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much all I've got. I mean, it's really been a slow week. I saw a few uh, uh, alphas came out of New Amiga titles. Uh, that I have, but I usually don't cover that stuff. So we'll see how they uh, how it goes. Um, do you want to talk about what's going on with? We're, we're still trying to. We're still hoping to review defend defender of the crown. So defender of the crown collector's cut. Um, this uh, thing is rare. Yeah. So <laughs> even when you order it, you don't get it. You know, I, I ordered this from from Cinemaware. It has to be more than a month ago now. Uh, I contacted Sven. And apparently, the package was sent back the first time because it had the wrong zip code. They got sent back, and then, but then it got returned a second time because it had the wrong address, the complete, just the wrong address. So he's uh, he's informed me that it should be arriving on our shores within the next seven days with the correct address. Um, I'm really eager to get it because it's been a while. We wanna we want to talk about it on the show. We want to do an unboxing. So. Hopefully, by next week, we will have in our hands the Defender of the Crown box set. I've seen uh, uh, on YouTube a couple people have put up uh, unboxing videos of it, and they seem to be very pleased. I will say that. So I'm looking forward to getting my hands on Mm -hmm. it uh, eventually. Yeah. So that should be fun. Um, Another Amiga-related thing that I got, um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it over since it's sitting right here. I have... not believe him, folks. He's getting a refill. <laughs> <laughs> I went on to the eBay, and I purchased a new Amiga 500 case. Um, they There are guys in Poland that sell these for a ton, but there's a rel- I think this is a new outfit in England that is just, you know, they're tearing down Amigas and kind of selling them piecemeal. And this has got the ports... And it's got, you know, all of the coverings on it and everything. So it seems like it's in good shape. It's got a little bit of yellowing on it, but it's it's uh, it's all together. So we're going to take our old 500 case and replace the top of it, which, uh, as Aaron has uh, relayed several times in the past, his cat's knocked over and, uh, and destroyed. So we've got a new case uh, for our 500. So watch out for the, uh, the video of us doing that. And you got a good deal on that too, didn't you? I did. I only paid about forty bucks, including shipping, for that. Not too bad. Not too bad from England. Yeah, that's a beauty. Um, let's see what else. Uh, there is a new movie coming out for the Amiga. Um, this has been talked about ad nauseum online. If you followed the Kickstarter and all the stuff, the movie is called Viva Amiga. 
the trailer for the film has finally been released. And I've got to say, have you seen it? I've not gotten to see it yet, no. I've got to say, it, to me, and this is no slight on the Bedrooms to Billions people, to me, this looks like the better film. Um, just from is, the trailer, you're yeah, in. Just from the trailer, because it seems like this is going to focus a lot. Now, it depends, let me back up. It depends on what you want to get out of the movie. Bedrooms to Billions was very individual focused. It was very programmer focused. It was all about the guys that were in their bedrooms making these games. Right, including all over 20 years. Right, yeah. right. This is more the story of the Amiga. You know, this is the story of the company, you know, Commodore at this time, of the, you know, the way that they broke into the European market. Pleasance is on there talking. Um, and more about the company. And to me, just me personally, that's the more interesting story. I like knowing about the business, the post-mortem, about the mistakes that were made, the triumphs, the failures. Um, I'm not sure when this is coming out, uh, but definitely watch the trailer. It's all over. You know, if you look at, I think we posted it on our Facebook page. Um, if you just go on YouTube and search for Viva Amiga trailers on there. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I still haven't seen uh, Veterans of Billions yet, but my schedule will be loosening up in the next couple of weeks, and so hopefully I'll get to sit down and actually watch a movie or two. Yeah. But uh, I've heard good things, and I I, I, uh, um, I read some reviews of the uh, trailer that seemed very positive, so you're not the only one that thought that. So that's good news. There's never enough uh, documentary-type uh, stuff about the Amiga that I'm going to get tired of. Let's see. What else do we have? We have some side updates this week. The biggest news... Well, I don't want to say that. There were several big newses. Uh, the first one... Um, kind of in celebration of our Oliver Twins uh, interview, Dreamcatcher has composed the review to end all reviews when it comes to the Dizzy game. That's a fantastic Dizzy. I mean, I mean it, it has to be 50,000 words. Yeah, he it's... went crazy, ate bonkers. <laughs> and I, I read it, and I was like, man, I, not only did I want to play that game, I wanted to go invest in some sort of, like, it's a kickstart to immediately upgrade the game. I was like, man, this is this is unbelievable insight in this. Thing. Yeah, and he, he he threw in a couple of young ones references too. I, I mean, saw, you'd appreciate that being the young ones fan yes, that you are. Neil was, I think Neil's a picture of Neil as well. <laughs> yeah, I love the young ones. Um, we got an Amicast mention. You know the uh, the other Amiga the the Amiga podcast that shall not be named. Um, they they. Uh, they gave us a, a little. They talked about us a little bit in their last episode, so uh, they do. We, a good, we, they do we a good job. Shout out, yeah. They they they've been doing it for a long time. You know that reminds me of something. Just off the cuff here. Remember when someone wrote in and said we were the next show to take over the mantle from that podcast that we couldn't figure podcast, out what it was. The Amiga Roundtable. The Amiga Roundtable. And I don't think I've talked about this a couple a couple weeks ago after that episode. I looked like a maniac to try to find some of those. You did bring Have that I up. Have I bring that yeah. up? Well, I still haven't found them. I looked again this week. If anyone's got a copy of these freaking uh, <laughs> Amiga Roundtable, man, shoot me a letter. I'd like to hear what these guys sounded like. and uh, uh, Just because I didn't know they existed in the first place. So yeah. There would be something to it. So, yeah, shoot me, a, shoot me a note over if you got any of those. What else you got, Bo? Um... The, the, and then the, the, the last the last bit of side updates that we have, Gary Hucker, our friend in New Zealand, oh, sends, sender here. of the ZX Spectrum and the awesome uh, New Zealand newspaper with a picture of that girl swinging a possum or whatever. <laughs> um, he was uh, he came across a huge Amiga treasure trove. I guess an Amiga collector had passed away and his family had contacted Gary about there's some stuff that they wanted to sell. And I mean, boy something like six Amiga 2000s 
uh, two six hundreds, a couple five hundreds. It was like a thirty five hundred. Yeah, something some like, weird thing. Where, what is this crap? Not to mention, you know, all of the software and boxes and, and yeah, video they, stuff. Yeah. And there's a toaster in there. Um, just awesome stuff. This is like that kind of stuff you dream about. Right. You know, it's like, hey, I got some stuff to take home. You know, you're like, oh. You know. <laughs> um, and he is actually going to be writing a series of posts on our blog. Um, oh, great! To, I know about uh, that. Yeah, to um, to kind of. All of the cataloging that he's doing, all of the maintenance and the, the fixing and stuff like that. So look forward to that, guys. I'm really looking forward to you know I love all that stuff. Um, so he'll be he'll he's joined the Amigos writing squad. You know, great Gary. Uh, uh, I, I enjoyed just his initial thoughts on it. The pictures he had up were really interesting. You stare at this uh, uh, at this wide array of mm-hmm. stuff. All can, and it's just, it's, it really is, it's, I've never seen that much Amiga stuff in one spot. Well, you know, it's funny, if we, you know, if we went to Goodwill or someplace and we saw one Amiga 2000, we'd fall over. If I saw an Amiga <laughs> mouse, I, would, I mean, I saw that SimCity disc, I about died in mm-hmm. the wild, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, so it was baffling, but I mean, of course, we're not in the UK or over in Germany, but yeah, what a find, uh, and uh, speaking of the Spectrum, you mentioned that briefly, I have uh, the Spectrum in my possession. And have been toying with it. Oh, now, um, and reading some stuff. I've got nothing major to report, but I'm on the case, and uh, I'm looking forward to. I've been also trying to figure out what I should play on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so there'll probably be some Spectrum stuff coming up before the end of the year for sure. I'll have something cooking Excellent. on there. Excellent, excellent. And I, and I, we do appreciate that. I, we haven't talked about that for for yeah. a couple of weeks, but that uh, was also awful nice. Yeah. And I will say one thing I have done with it is. Is when people come to the house, I'm like, look at this, and they're by all baffled. They're like, what is this? You know, it's like, oh, this, you know. So I, if anything, we've spread the word of the spectrum That's right. from here to hither to yon. Yep, yep, all over West Virginia. People yeah. are talking about it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, so what have you been? Have you uh, aside from Gloom and uh, Alien Breed 3D, have you played any other Amiga stuff this week? I, I have. Um, I played a. Uh, uh, a lot of stunt car racer, uh, the TNT version this week. I, I, you know, I don't know why that game is. And for me, that's a, a game uh, that calms me down. I don't know why. So I've, I've played that a couple of times when I needed to take a break. I've played the uh, Amiga version. There's a. It's a. I'm trying to think the name of it. It's an Amiga version of Spy Hunter. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it's awful good. Uh, um, God, and I should know the name. I've seen it a million times, but. Uh, man, it, it's a tr- it's a tremendously faithful at the arcade, and I like that. I, I, Spy Hunter is a tough game to translate in the hope for the home, but mm-hmm. with it with the keyboard, they did a good job. They made it a, they made it a lot of fun. So I played some of that this week. Um, did Spy Hunter the the arcade version had a wheel, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. And it had uh, buttons to call your truck. And you mm-hmm. had your, that's what makes. I mean, boy, what a great uh, what a great cabinet too. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, to have the the, the I think they had a. Uh, Two or three different flavors of the cabinet, you know, but they had all the flashing dashboard lights. Mm. I've always liked that. So I was a big Spy Hunter guy back in the day. Um, I played a little bit of, uh, of Super Frog with the kid. You know, we sort of kind of killed Super Frog a little bit when we did the review, but it is awful cute, and it's it's. It's a weird combination of cute and really hard. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a, maybe that's the problem with it, you know. Uh, we also played the uh, me and uh, 
my kid plays. He he. We've gotten into the whole box series. Really. And the Amiga has the I think it's called BC Kid is the is the box for mm-hmm. the, and and it's it's pretty fun. You know, it they did a good job. We may have to cover that on the show. Have you tried that before? No. Um, it's real. It's quite good. You know, Bonk is just like so many other the the Turbo Graphics games. Their games always looked awesome. I remember seeing them in the magazine ads, and I never played them because I never had a Turbo Graphics. And Bonk is really clever too. I mean, it, it's it's a very clever game, and it plays great on the it plays great on the Amiga. Um, I don't have it for the Turbo Graphics. I know you're stunned because I only have two games now, three. Uh, but uh, I also played a little bit of pinball, and. I, I stand by our previous reviews. I go back to the first one most of the time, Pinball Dream. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I did it this week again. That's the one with Beatbox, right? That's, a, yeah. that's the one. I that's love the beatbox. table of choice. Yep. I play a lot of Beatbox. So, so yes, I actually played a lot of Amiga this week, uh, just in little spurts. I uh, am still suffering from that, that mouse problem, but I figured out some workarounds to kind of at least I can play stuff without having to have the mouse. Uh, and I'm not going to be screwed even, even if I have to replace the chip or something in it. I'll, I'll I can, I've got the CD32 to back me up. Yeah. In, case I, in case I need it. So, but yeah, what are you up to? You know, I haven't I haven't played any Amiga this week other than the two games. It's been a real crazy week, um, and uh, I've got no excuses other than the fact that I've just I've got too much other real life as it always does gets in the way. This coming week, I'm hoping to get into it and uh, just you know. There's just something about scrolling through that list of WHD load titles and picking out one that seems cool, you know, and just firing it up. Yeah, I agree. So, um, well, let's go ahead and get right into the games. All right. Let's go ahead and take a look at Gloom. Uh, Now, I'll preface this by saying that uh, I remember Gloom from back in the day, and I remember thinking, I remember when I first saw it, having seen Doom, uh, before my buddy's PC, being very impressed. Do you think? Do you do you think that 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 was why they called it that? Because people would just say, "Well, there's doom and gloom." I assume so. Yeah. I'm, obviously, it was a super duper clone. But I, I have to say that when I saw gloom for the Amiga, I was I thought it was crap. I'm not gonna lie. I'm <laughs> and like, what what year was this? It would have been right when it came out. So ninety five, mm-hmm. ninety, you know, because Doom came out in ninety four, right? Somewhere, yeah, ninety three, ninety four. Mm-hmm. It's funny. My buddy had a PC, and I used to smoke him on games and laugh like oh, this. But the PC had been slowly catching up. I knew I was screwed when I saw Doom. Yeah. Like, oh, not, I don't think we can do this, and we, and we really couldn't. Uh, Doom or Gloom, excuse me, came out in ninety five. Uh, its developer was an outfit called Black Magic with the world's greatest mm-hmm. insignia or got symbol. A pentagram with a skull upside in the down. Pentagram with six six and, yeah. sixes and stuff. It looks like something you're gonna bring a demon to you. Uh, they did really nothing. They pretty much they the only thing they ever did was gloom this and gloom and gloom deluxe, which is an updated version of gloom. <clears throat> I didn't look at anything but the original gloom. I know they did some improvements in latter generations, but I, you know. This is what they led with. Uh, it was published by an outfit called Guildhall. Uh, they didn't do a whole lot more than Gloom. They did Gloom Deluxe. They did Gloom Three. Yeah, it's a, it's a Gloom factory. Yeah, they did Legends, uh, Minsky's, and Street Racer and Strip Poke Strip Pot Poker. I believe is what it was called. It was a uh, some kind of nudie poker game. Sure. So this was high class. <laughs> 
uh, two players, simultaneous to, uh, two player. Uh, I did not try the simultaneous two player, but everything I read, it was horrible. Uh, you often just would never see the other player. Yeah. I don't, but uh, um, it was the artist and co- the coder was was a guy named Mark uh, Silby. Uh, he's actually a pretty well known guy. He did this game. He did Gloom Deluxe. He did Guardian. He did Overkill. Guardian and Overkill are both pretty pretty well regarded games. I don't think I've tried either one. Have you ever heard of those? No. Um, but he did. He was the guy behind Blitz Basic on the Amiga. Have you ever heard of Blitz Basic? Well, it's funny because I, I read that on the title screen. It said that utilities, the utilities for the game were, were coded in Blitz Basic 2. Yeah. Uh, Blitz Basic is a programming language that... Uh, Supercar was made in. Yeah. Oh, no, not Supercar. Skidmarks. Skidmarks, right. He was, oh, Sylvie was involved in Skidmarks. Uh, Blitz Basic was a, was a very popular uh, programming language of the day. Uh, and... Uh, Sylvie was the guy, was a big driver behind it. I believe he ended up uh, releasing the source code at one point. So I think for this and the sequel, both. I think he, so that's a pretty nice idea yeah. of that. Um, Blitz Basic is, just, is, is a, known for a very, to be a very quick, you know, fast programming language so they could do games and stuff at a, at a, at a quick clip. And uh, if you think about it, that does make this game impressive. That he, you know, this is the guy that wrote the he wrote the operating system effectively, or wrote the you know the property the programming tool, mm-hmm. and then he wrote the game with the tool. So not bad. Uh, and this guy's got a lot of he's got a lot of respect. You know, he's a he was a pretty big deal. Um, the other guys on this game never did anything else but this and and Gloom Deluxe. I mean, it was pretty much all they did. So I, they, the whole team pretty much came in to do this, as far as I could tell. Um, which would would make sense if you consider that this is a game that would be when Gloom came out really this was sort of new ground the kind of stuff they were trying to do right so, I mean, especially you, on the platform I mean the Amiga had 3D games you know that that sort of perspective mm-hmm. but they weren't this type I mean, right. this is like smooth scrolling 3D mm-hmm. it wasn't like the uh, step and the screen kind of goes you know sort of Re-draws, like your, let's say yeah. like uh, your uh, eye of the beholder mm-hmm. or to a certain degree your dungeon master yeah. stuff like that uh, AGA game uh you could install this on a hard drive if you had a two meg uh, memory uh, to to uh, which probably is chip memory to 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 run it from the hard drive. Um, so what's to say about this game? Um, if you've played Doom, this is its pixely bastard child. You right? know, I'm wondering if Doom is not quite as pretty as we remember it. You know, well, it would have been, funny. and it would have been interesting. Did you, did you fire? Did you happen to fire? I it didn't up? fire it up, but I watched the videos to, come, did you? to have a look. And it, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it's, it's not the highest pixel quality, but it but does I mean, look better. It looks a lot better. Okay. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about Gloom, though, like I said, when I first played this, I thought it was, I, I mean, back in the day, I thought this is crap. Mm-hmm. And I trust me, when I played it the first couple of times, I was like, I ain't going back to that, and I didn't. I never played it again. But loading it up this time with a, with a new uh, new perspective on the on the fact that it was they were able to crank this out on on a machine that was not really um, optimized for it wasn't yeah it wasn't made to play three dimensional mm-hmm. stuff and you got to consider like that's sort of the knock on the Saturn let's say right and the Saturn uh, 
you know, was around a lot later than this. Mm-hmm. So the Saturn, or, you know, and the Genesis even, too. I mean, mm-hmm. remember, Doom was no easy task on any machine. No. You know? Um, the, uh, but, I mean, it's, there's there's no beating around the bush. It's Doom. It's Doom and the Amiga. They just basically, you know, change some stuff around. The story, uh, you're teleported to a building infested with enemies. You're a soldier with a gun. You go and kill the enemies. And but your your gun is not really even a gun. You know, you, you never actually see your weapon, and you kind of hurl these orbs at your enemies. Uh, as you upgrade your weapon, the orb changes colors. Um, but apart from that, there's no real weapon upgrades like there is in Alien Breed 3D, for example. Right. Um, you can uh, you just basically run around this area, shoot, <coughs> shoot bad guys, collect power-ups, collect health, collect ammo... The, uh, I mean, it's an open doors, open very uh, cunningly built doors, as we talked about in the pre-show, with switches and lights, and you know, it, they looked straight out of Doom. Uh, and and you and rinse and repeat. I mean, that's pretty much it, mm-hmm. right? Um, the uh, power ups are usually in the form of bouncing orbs that look almost exactly like your shots. Mm-hmm. Which makes it a little confusing. So for a good while, both didn't know that they you could go touch those. <laughs> Most of the time, things that look like your bullets that are moving, you don't want to touch because they kill you. Um, one thing that I thought was was that does set this apart from Doom is that in Doom, you're fighting these alien-looking guys, especially in the early levels. In this game, you're fighting humanoid characters, and they, they are varied. There's the guys with shirts. There's the guys without shirts. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's <laughs> well. That, that's the berries. That's <laughs> you're really grasping on that. <laughs> yeah. One thing that was interesting, I found an interview with the Selby, the guy that made this. I, I thought this this I found was interesting. So, um, and during the interview, they asked him about the game, and he he programmed this game in a. But he did the bulk of the programming in a restaurant in Auckland, New Zealand. Really? Shout yeah. out to uh, our New Zealand listener, Gary right. Hucker. So, I, of course, I didn't know that. Uh, and but the funny thing is, uh, the guys he did it with. Uh, were two a couple guys from I guess they did the graphics. They were a couple guys uh, from uh, I think it was Samoa. Really, which is so that's kind of neat. Yeah, you don't hear about a lot of action in from Samoa, Samoa yeah. or or uh, or uh, you know or New Zealand. What about Samoa Joe? Is he a wrestler? He is a wrestler. He is a very good wrestler. Uh, but I mean, when I think of Samoans, right? Obviously, wrestlers come to mind. Uh, but uh, rugby, rugby, it's mm-hmm. exactly that. not not Amiga programming. No, yeah, you know, and so that's that's kind of that's kind of sort of awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh, the fact that this game has no ramps or steps or elevators. It's I mean, all it, flat plane. Well, according to uh, Selby, uh, it slowed down the engine too mm-hmm. much. The game does, in all fairness, the game. Aside from it, the the way that it looks graphically, it runs very smoothly. When you're running through the hallways and stuff, it doesn't hitch. I mean, it's, it does. It's, yeah. Well, now again, it ran a little better on your machine than it on mine. Yeah, depending on your hardware. I was running it, you know, on a PC emulating an Amiga. Um, but Aaron, you said it ran about eighty percent of the speed. Yeah. On your on give yours. or take. Yeah. Um, the uh, there's a game hidden in here. Really? Yeah. I never found it, but it's in there. Um. Something else, speaking of, since we were talking about Blitz Basic, uh, two very successful games were written in Blitz Basic, and we reviewed one of them. Worms was written in it. Really? And the other game was a game called Hardball, which is a baseball, baseball game. Baseball, yeah. Which I used to 
used to play back back in the day. Uh, it's still sort of around, you know, in a new you know, in a new kind of rendition. It's not called what's basic anymore. Uh, but uh, uh, so uh, that's kind of neat, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, you know, getting back to the to uh, gloom, you know, this game's tough to. It's sort of tough to review, right? Because you're looking at a game like this in, with the eyes of someone in 2016. Now I can tell you, like I said, when I was in, with the eyes of someone in 1995, I was not impressed. Again, I didn't know much about chipsets or or the abilities of 3D graphics. So I look back on it now as sort of a, a programming achievement. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not a great game. It it's, really, not. it's not. It's try. So this reminds me a lot of, of the Street Fighter port. And don't get me wrong, this is a much better programming feat, mm -hmm. but it's just something you're trying to do on a machine that it doesn't need to be on. Mm -hmm. The Amiga had its strengths and its weaknesses, and this was not one of its strengths. Unfortunately, this was the wave of things to come. And effectively, when Doom broke on the PC, uh, it that was one of the nails in the coffin of the Amiga. Right. And effectively, that was... You're showing well, the Amiga something. was already done by the time well, Doom but came I, out. There were still people hanging on yeah. at the time. But, uh, I mean, you got to think, uh, up to that point, you were running a lot of the stuff that you could, I mean, you could still run a lot of stuff. Hey, Mortal Kombat 2 is pretty solid on mm -hmm. that. You're thinking, well, that's not bad. Doom, when it came to 3D, that was, that. of course, 3D killed a lot of systems. Dead. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so this was, an, this was another one. It just, mm -hmm. it just couldn't quite hack it. So as a novelty... You could sit and play it, um, but I couldn't play this for any length of time. I played it on and off this week, and I would sit down and have a go at it, and just be like, "Man, this is—it's hard, it's hard to even look at. It's, mm -hmm. it's just like a well. There are some there are some points in the game where you're looking out at a at a corridor, and there are two or three enemies coming, and it just looks like a mess of pixels. It yeah. doesn't look. There's nothing. Yeah, it's just it, yeah. I told Boat when we were doing the uh, live when we were doing the live stream. It's like. Uh, for me, I would get to a point where you didn't even see like the uh, the walls or the decorations on the walls or what they were supposed to be. I just looked at bad guys and barriers, mm -hmm. you know. And okay, the B &B. you didn't even I didn't even look at the decorations and stuff. I just, it didn't it didn't work for me. So again, gloom. I think the only re now the funny thing is I, I believe this was the fourteenth highest game of all time on the Amiga on the on the. Uh, all time list. Yeah, but these or are the same guys. 18. These are the same guys that rate Lionheart in the top five. I mean, well, what are we talking about here? Well, this is this game is no Lionheart, sir. <laughs> um, this was a well, amazingly review wise. This is a pretty well reviewed game. Uh, it got mostly eighties and uh, and nineties. Uh, I read the uh, article on Amiga Format. So again, that's sort of my go to, and the review was pretty positive. Uh, they uh, they didn't outright say this is the Amiga's doom killer or anything like that, but they were they were pretty proud of it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, times change, <laughs> I guess. I mean, again, it's hard to go back and look at it with those eyes, but to me, it was, it was no dice on yeah. it. Um, I had to check on on uh, on uh, eBay to see what these things were going for, and there were none in the U.S. Uh, as usual, uh, I think this did get an NTSC release. I think, but I've never seen one. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, 
you can get one in the UK, uh, twenty-five to forty bucks shipped U.S. Okay. So if, if you really want to go out of your way to get it, uh, you it's it, you can get it. Mm-hmm. Not here, but over there you can get it. Well, let's. Uh, oh, and you know what's funny? I was just looking at your list of Amiga titles. You know, re- Amiga magazines that had reviews, and it just it, it always surprises me that this is you know this is a year after Commodore closed up shop on the Amiga, yeah. and the, the the Amiga magazine scene was still thriving in 1995. Yeah, there were plenty of them. Yeah. Still plenty of them around. Alien Breed 3D. All right, um, released in late '95. It came on a couple discs, which I think these are. I think was it. I th- I think I'm surely it came on CDs at that point. Uh, I don't think this. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if this would have uh, shipped out on. Surely it would be on more than two floppy discs. No, just two floppies. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, because I was loading this off the ADFs on the emulator. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Because I, I. Yeah. Well, duh. Um, developed by uh, Team Seventeen. Mm-hmm. And this was actually published and published by Ocean and developed. It was actually developed by Team Seventeen. They developed it in in house, and they, and they didn't develop a ton of their stuff. They did uh, the Alien Breed the 3D sequel. They did uh, Arcade Snooker. <laughs> oh, that was funny. They did Waggle Mania. They did ATR Christmas demo. That was all the stuff they developed. Mm, that's it. They didn't uh, do Worms or any of the other stuff. That... The uh, the coder on this was a guy named Andy. Cliff Rowe, and he only worked on this and the sequel, along with the rest of his team. Uh, uh, this was it. The only guy that worked on other stuff was Bjorn Lynn, the musician. He worked on a ton of stuff, as you can imagine. Uh, Brat, Fantastic Voyage, Worms, Project X, a lot of the stuff that was a Team 17 stuff. It's almost as if the guys that were into the first-person shooter programming, they were kind of a, a breed apart where that was their main skill. Yeah, it, 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 that... That does seem to be the case. Well, I mean, again, if you're a 2D programmer, your skills are effectively worthless. Yeah, this. yeah. <clears throat> um, AGA game, uh, again, first-person shooter, of course. Um, this game was uh, was uh, followed by a sequel, which I didn't look at the sequel. Did you have a look at it? That... Just uh, just enough to see if it would run on WHG load, and it does. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's called the Alien Breed 3D2, The Killing Ground. Alien Breed 3D2. That's, you got to keep piling them, piling them <laughs> on. Um, <clears throat> I had played this one a long, long time ago, but I really had no memory of it. And uh, uh, in all honesty, it's, it's sort of more of the same. Uh, when it comes up, you've got a uh, oh, I'd say about what would you say about forty percent of the screen has Doom or has the the HUD around has it. the uh, actual game, and right. the rest of the screen is covered in like this. Well, it's a black it's a black border, and then it's got uh, slots for your inventory, and then also your health, which is represented by a human heart. Yeah, um, <clears throat> the uh, the game is a lot is very similar to the. To me, this is more Doom like than Gloom. It's very well um, yes. because it's got the enemies. They could have just you know stolen the sprites right out of Doom. Yeah. Um. The the key card system is the you know not present in Gloom that I saw, but it's definitely present here. Yeah. Um. The way the the ammo looks very similar to me. This is the Doom clone. Gloom is. Let's see if we can make a game like Gloom or like Doom, but this is this is really similar. Well. 
you're right. And again, this is another game we 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 tooled around with it, and we I knew I, I couldn't remember how to do it until boats stumbled across. But I knew there's a way to make it full screen, uh, and it's hideous looking. <laughs> it's just as bad as gloom. Yeah. So posters, they used to call it postage stamping. Mm-hmm. The old the game in that little window is the way to go. Believe it or not, um, it's almost unplayable really yeah. at that at at the full size. You know, really. What can I say? More of the same. Mm-hmm. More of the same. The doors look just like the doors in Gloom. They mm-hmm. look just like the doors in Doom. The uh, bad guys look just like the guys in Doom, and it looks like the guys in Gloom. You shoot barrels. Why are there explosive barrels scattered all over the halls? Just because. <laughs> you know? Uh, we the, the game, our live stream playthrough, ended with me going into a pool of water and not being able to escape. Uh, I don't know if there was a way to get out, or they just wanted you to reset it from that point. But um, it didn't end well. Yeah, uh, the sound is good. Mm-hmm. The awesome picture at the beginning of the of the game. That's probably the best part of the game. Uh, which with the Jedi trying <laughs> assaulting the uh, monkey from Primal Rage, uh, which is cool. Uh, the uh, and it's a very high definition uh, picture, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool. The uh, the controls. What did you think of the way it felt? It was yeah, like, yeah, not too bad. I mean, it felt like Doom. Tell, yeah. tell them about your original experience with the controls. So, the, the with Alien Breed, uh, it defaulted to mouse control. And so, if you wanted to move forward, you physically have to... You push the mouse forward, you lift it up off your table, you put it back, and you, you keep on doing this motion with your arm to move forward. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, if they had a if they had a like a modern first person shooter where you use WASD and then you use the mouse to kind of look around, that would make sense. Of course, this is way before that sort of thing. But um, you know, kudos to them in some way to you know to have the option for mouse control. The same goes with joystick control. Um, in Gloom, you couldn't even look around with the joystick. You could go forward and back, and then but side to side wouldn't work for me in Gloom. And I don't know if I was doing something wrong, or if maybe. You were supposed to use a combination of the joystick and the keyboard, but I couldn't get it to work. I could only go forward and back. I uh, I thought this was the better of the two. I, I'm not even sure why. I guess it looks a little better. It plays about the same, really. This was this was another game that didn't run that great on my on my machine. Uh, this was a big seller on the CD32. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, and this this is ranked number twelve on the Amiga Power All Time list. Mm. So these games were highly regarded back in the day, but I can't help but wonder if it was highly regarded because they were so desperately longing for something, yeah. you know, to, uh, to to latch onto. And hey, you know, if maybe there are people out there that really really love these games, but I've not met them. Yeah, you know, I mean, I sit down and fall in love with them. This, I mean, this is not cannon fodder or something mm-hmm. where you're gonna sit down and play it. Some three games notoriously age poorly, especially the early ones, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, that much said, it was smooth enough to play, mm-hmm. just like Gloom. You know, this and Gloom are eerily similar, really. I mean, obviously they're Doom clones, but I mean they just they run about the same, they sort of play about the same. The uh, the keycard system, the doors, the the barrels, the monsters, the sound effects—they're both about the same, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't know. It's I've got not much to say about it. Yeah, it's really a toss-up. I don't know. I like the I like your the orbs that you shoot in Gloom. To me, that's that's something that's unique. Um, like I said, the Alien Breed, the levels, and maybe they designed it this way, but it just felt really claustrophobic. 
Um, you know, you go in these hallways and they're literally large enough for you to go in. Um, I felt more disoriented playing Alien Breed 3D. Uh, neither one had just a key you could press to open up a map screen, which, you know, later games had that and that was very helpful. Um, but it's, it's, it's still pretty much a wash. Uh, neither game is great. They're interesting from a historical perspective, but not something that I'd go out of my way to play. Yeah, I, I agree. I, 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 these are, of all the games we've played on the show, whoops, sorry, fan, that dummy bird turned his phone off. Of all the games we've played on the show, uh, this is the one, uh, these are the ones I, I think, um, well, amongst a few others that I, I don't ever see me going back to play. Mm-hmm. Um, that much said, we were in a minority in terms of the way this thing uh, was uh, considered uh, on the uh, on the overall uh, review zone. They liked it a lot. Uh, this thing got 90% across the board. Uh, it, was, it was quite popular. Uh, like I said, it had a sequel. The sequel... I don't know how well it did, but I know this one did real well on the 32 on the C32. Uh, in terms of eBay, on the other hand, this was a tough one. Uh, let me flip over here. The uh, they were none in the U.S. again. Although I know for a fact that this one was released over here. Uh, box game on eBay again. This is Europe and the U.K. 25 to 40 bucks shipped, no problem. So mm-hmm. a lot like the first one. Yeah. So uh, you know. 3D wise, not great. We may look at uh, in the future. We're looking at another couple of 3D games to give a shot that were a little more later in the, than this one, and and we're going to see how those. We tried to run them, but we just couldn't get them to run right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, don't know, I don't know if we have enough horsepower. Right. <laughs> I know I don't have enough in the, in the real Amiga. So, um, well, let's go ahead and close this out by thanking all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, I'd like to thank Graham W. Walk Bobkey. And Graham, if you'd like to write in and let me know how to pronounce your name, that would be wonderful. <laughs> um, Rob O'Hara, thanks, Rob. Paul Harrington, Laurent Giroux, Jonas Rulo, Kilborn Byerman, Tapes from the Crypt, Adam Bradley, Chris Folds, Will Williams, Daniel Bingston, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Chad Halstead, and Brent Dowdy. Um, Next week, oh, and if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Amigos Podcast. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Next week, Aaron, it is your favorite. Is it your favorite holiday? It, yeah, yeah, I'd say it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween. Halloween. Is upon us. Uh, and I figure we do our second annual Amiga Halloween Spectacular. We've been having a lot of spooktacular. Um, we are going to pick out a couple Halloween uh, related games and uh, just kind of do another sort of compilation show like we did with the arcade games and hopefully it'll be it'll be fun. Last year's Halloween uh, spectacular was so successful <laughs> and so well regarded. Yeah, that you know this one's gonna be better. This one's got to be better. Uh, the Elvira games um, they they might not have been the best choice <laughs> for for review. But this time we're going to do some ones that may be a little bit more well-known and uh, a little bit more fun. So, uh, you got anything to say? I'm done. All right. We'll see you next week. Adios. Adios.